0: Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano.
1: Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Commerce Lab by Ecomsy, the place for everything related to Amazon FBA private level and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, your host, founder and CEO of Ecomsy, and today we'll bring you another special guest. His name is Chad Rubin, who is the founder and CEO of Prophecy. And he's also in the past been the co-founder of Cubana and also the famous show Prosper. Uh, So I know today is going to be a very interesting episode because uh, Chad has an amazing uh, background when it comes to, especially with Rafa's now, when it comes to pricing strategies and how you can actually split test and find the best, basically pricing for your product to succeed in the Amazon uh, competitive environment right now. And that's going to be today's episode. Uh, So before we jump into that, though, I want to welcome Chad to the show. So how are you doing, my
2: friend? Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Thank you.
1: It's a pleasure for me to have you here on board. I think uh, we already had a couple of interesting conversations about what you guys do doing our prophecies. I'm very excited to you know, explore that further in today's episode. But, you know, I think before we jump into all the technicality and all the strategies, I'm, I'm pretty sure people are very excited to learn from you around pricing. I want to, you know, uh, get a little bit of insight on your background. I mean, you have an amazing uh, CV when it comes to what you've been doing in the commerce space. So maybe you can give us a little bit of that knowledge and basically your journey and what you've been doing so far. And when then we jump into the topic, yeah?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of know me in the space. I'm an OG, yeah. but for those that don't, <laughs> <laughs> the quick... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) The quick quick on me is, I've been doing this for 20 years, exclusively focusing on e-commerce, multi-channel e-commerce, Amazon, Shopify, and other marketplaces. Uh, I I started a direct-to-consumer home appliance parts company back in 2007. I -hmm. was a very early private label brand. Uh, There was not many of us. Uh, Days were different back then. Then (laughs) I started selling multi-channel. Then started a software company out of my own pain point of balancing inventory cross channel. So we started a, a company called Stubana. Yeah. That company was sold in April of 21. Yeah. And uh, also the Prosper show, as you mentioned, I co-founded that with a bunch of other uh, experts in the space. We sold that, I believe, in 20 at the end of 2018. That's and, right. And um, after that, I, I I really worked on my mindset, as per your your poster <laughs> in the background. I worked yeah. on um. You know, I think I was living a life that was like asynchronous and inter- or incongruent to really what I wanted in life. And yeah. so I worked on shifting mindset and developing a better ber- version of myself. And after staring at a tree for long enough, I came up with this idea around prophecy and turning my own e-commerce business around because it was it was struggling hmm. and uh, net net margins were negative. And I was like, okay, we're all changing PPC. We're all driving outside traffic. I mm-hmm. followed all the, all the advice that gurus were sharing. And I was like, wait, why does no one change price? And I really started asking questions and getting curious about that. And that's how I led to Prophecy, which is a dynamic, a dynamic, dynamic private label repricer for Amazon brands to change pricing to maximize profit, profit without sacrificing their ranking position.
1: Yeah, love it. I love it. I think what you guys doing with Prophecies is is so important because I totally agree Uh, people is so into the, you know, the the mindset that when it comes to Amazon, sometimes the reason why you're not succeed is only PPC. You haven't found the perfect bid. You haven't found the perfect keywords. But sometimes the solutions, as you say, pricing. Uh, we even when it comes, we have seen sometimes clients just by changing a few dollars, you can have an amazing uh, boost in when in, when it comes to conversions. And I think that's what I want to actually use this point to kickstart today's topic, which is, you know, I bet you have seen a ton of accounts now. You have seen a ton of case studies, case studies where prophecy uh, profi- is helping a lot of Amazon sellers basically find the best pricing. And, and my first question based on that is. Why you feel after spending all this time, uh, you know, working with so, uh, so many Amazon servers that pricing is becoming such an important thing to actually split test, uh, right? Than maybe the images or other things, yeah?
2: Well, like, again, I, I shared, after I sold Stubana, I went back and worked on my e company. And yeah. I started to try to, I was listening to the latest mm-hmm. podcasts, let, latest things that experts, quote unquote, and gurus were sharing in the space yeah. and those things weren't working for me. And I started just asking questions of why, right? Why is pricing static? Why does a seller never change price? And mm-hmm. is the reason that they never change price, is it actually just based in fear or is it actually based in reality? And um, I started making small tweets to my own pricing and I had a spreadsheet that I built that I'm happy to share, by the way, with with uh, people listening to this podcast. Maybe you'll nice. have a, a download link. But I have a yeah. spreadsheet that I built with intention. And I would track on ASINs that were important to me, small changes to see how that impacts profitability, ranking, your spend. And uh, <clears throat> I realized it wasn't scalable. And I started building. This is back in 2021. started building an algorithm, a machine learning algorithm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with machine learning engineers and data scientists to to automate this process. Mm-hmm. And think interestingly enough, right, my e com company was losing twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month. Now we're making twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month and we were net negative margins and now we're positive and we're earning the right to now reinvest in new products so that we can have a brighter, more profitable future on the platform.
1: Awesome. And it's great that you bring this to the table, which is basically, it wasn't scalable to do it on, on your own, because I strongly believe, like, doing split testing with pricing manually, I would say it's, re- it's not realistic, let's be honest. If you have a lot of products, a lot of marketplaces, a lot of SKUs, it's something that you can so easily misunderstand data and do the mistakes, and I feel it's is really not scalable. And I guess that's where Profase come in, right? And, and offer the, yeah.
2: The yeah, so historically there's been some split testing softwares like splitly if you ever heard of mm-hmm. that, from back in the yeah. day they yeah. were acquired by jungle scout and so a b testing to me is becoming obsolete when you have algorithms so with an algorithm especially machine learning our specific ai it is teaching itself through trial and error okay so when you're doing a b tests you're sort of teaching yourself through trial and error and you're experimenting yeah. and The question is, well, could you actually experiment quicker and split test right? or experiment quicker with AI, see how it performs and iterate and learn and improve and evolve? And that's really where an algorithm gets smarter and more efficient and those learnings compound when you utilize prophecy.
1: Awesome. And now when it comes to designing this pricing strategy, right, I guess, of course, one thing is focusing on, on what is going to bring you the be- the most conversions and the uh, biggest amount of sales. But on the other side of the equation, I bet it's also very important to actually understand your profitability because you might end up finding the best price in terms of having it the biggest amount of clicks, traffic and sales. But if you're not profitable, what's the point of actually finding that price point? And the reason why I- I'm bringing this to the question is how would you advise before you even design um, a price strategy? What are some of the things you, you might consider? I guess maybe is your profitability, what you're looking to do in the next few months. You see what I mean? Like how you design your boundaries, like your max price and your minimum price. Yeah.
2: Okay, so <laughs> there's a lot there. Uh, let, me start yeah, breaking, <laughs> let me start breaking it down a little bit. So we started doing this manually. Then we built an algorithm and we started actually talking to customers, to in big, big private label Amazon brands. And a couple of things one is uh, the brand gives us their their min price and their max price and they give us their landed cost so now we know the landed cost we know the lowest you want to go and we know the highest you go you want to go and sometimes the lowest or highest are just uncapped it's whatever and then what we realized is that well i'll I'll make an example Mm -hmm. you go on facebook you go on instagram and if you never like anything you never poke somebody you never follow somebody you never watch a video and dwell on a video the algorithm won't know how to trigger the dopamine to have you stay on the platform, right? Yeah. To force, you, they really want you to death scroll, to scroll forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's nothing, so in that same vein, if a if a seller, if a brand never changes pricing, which is what we found that it's very rare and infrequent that pricing changes, there is nothing for our algorithm to chew on. I see. So the first thing we started doing was we launched an hyper learning phase. So for the first 30 days of using Prophecy, we, we have your min price, we have your match price, and we made small itty-bitty changes to price nice to, maximize, to to understand and train the model first. Okay. Then after that period, we move into the profit optimization phase. And that's the time where we essentially uh, take those learnings and deploy them to the marketplace to maximize profit without sacrificing your ranking position. Awesome. So that's how we work. And we pull in a lot of signals. So the amount of data That's necessary to actually figure out what is the optimal price? Because most people think the most optimal price is to just raise pricing. But on Amazon, there's a problem with that. There's what I call the knock-on effect. The knock-on effect is your, your, your price today affects your order volume tomorrow. It affects your conversion rate. It affects a lot of things. So it might be that the optimal decision is not to raise pricing. It might be the optimal decision is to lower price and that increases your demand it increases your unit velocity it increases the sheer amount of profit that you're generating on that specific asin because that you're lowering the price but the unit velocity is offsetting that lower price Yeah, and you're generating more profit dollars and on top of that you're no longer renting ppc space you're owning it organically
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah so that the, the problem is actually much harder than just pick a price stay to it <laughs> And and this is you know this is something that nobody has been able to track and yeah we're very blessed that prophecy specifically that we're seeing typically on average a ten to fifteen percent gross profit lift on average wow across that, our client base
1: that's very good and and actually something that I find very fascinating about this approach is like. I bet this is, is, is a never-ending process. And what I mean by this is that you might find the, the perfect pricing this month, but I guess based on your experience, this perfect pricing maybe is going to change for the month of, of September, August. And that's why I guess your your tool prophecy uh, brings that extra added value that you always keep analyzing data. It's not like I find the perfect pricing today and then I, I keep that pricing forever. You see what I mean? It's a, it's a dynamic thing, right?
2: So, so a couple of things is like we actually change pricing on a daily basis, number okay. one. And well, pricing right. is 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 <clears throat> there's value leakage that's happening because the pricing today and seasonality today and PPC spend is different from day to day, and it's a moving marketplace. Meaning right. you have competitors yeah. that you're competing against, and if your competition changes pricing, whether it's up or down, you need to adjust. So you can't just mm-hmm. operate in a vacuum on Amazon because there's the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Your whatever change you make affects your node in your category. And affects the category at large. Yeah. So, and that on top of that, when you're split testing, like you said, it was pretty manual. You then have to figure. You have to actually coordinate that with your PPC team, with your finance team, to try mm-hmm. to figure out well what is the right decision. It's just there's a lot that needs to happen to make it happen.
1: For sure. Mm-hmm. And now, when it comes to the. The basically, the manipulation of this data uh, to the algorithm to find the, the preferred price. And will you say that you will need certain amount of data in the form of impressions and clicks to make a, a validated decision? Uh, because I guess if you're only a seller spending maybe $10 per day on advertising, you can have very limited data and your data could be skewed. So I, my question is basically, do you, do you see... Uh, based on your experience, that you need certain amount of data to actually make it as efficient as possible when it comes to pricing. Yep.
2: Yeah. So we do have eligibility at prophecy. So when you come on, we actually do an analysis to see what's user eligible, and typically it's about two. We need at least two units sold a day, so that the model can learn and learn okay. quickly, and see what's working and iterate on that.
1: Okay. I see, and with this pricing uh, strategy, and this just another question just just came to my mind right now. Would you uh, would you say is there a huge difference doing this price fluctuation based on the um, retail price, or actually doing with coupons and on sale price? Because you could have also the price changes, but with promotions. If you see what I mean. So have you seen maybe a difference on, on using one approach or just? using the actual price itself, yeah.
2: So we do take into account coupons and promotions. Okay. Uh, Because, so when you come on to make sure that, we want to make sure that the variables are are staying as they are, meaning we want to make sure that you don't uproot your your PPC campaigns, you don't change agencies if you're using Mm -hmm. one. We want to make sure that you're not changing your title or your bullets, your image, at least for the first maybe two months of using Prophecy.
1: Yeah, I see. Yeah, because I guess if you have multiple data points, then the data is going to be skewed, right? Yeah.
2: Correct, correct. I mean, we do a fairly good analysis to show people how much money we're making them. Okay. We're like the only software out there that actually cares about your profit, right? We don't go by these revenue-embedded metrics. I think that's probably the talking point is that a a lot of Amazon sellers or brands today are relying on metrics that are just part of what I call The Amazon matrix. It's a deceptive system. (laughs) No, let me explain. I know you're laughing, but it's interesting, right? Because there's this optical illusion of money. There's the money, there's the money that you make revenue, your top line, and there's the money that you keep in profit. And so these metrics that people manage to because they're easy and because Amazon wants you to measure to them, and so do the agencies because the agencies are bought in to these Amazon metrics. Yeah. Is like ACOS and ROAS. And they have extreme, extremely great limitations. So they are revenue embedded metrics. Yeah. And so they lure you into spending more while hurting your bottom line. And, yeah. you know, you can say, oh, we have a 5X ROAS, we have an 8X ROAS, but. Those things aren't those metrics aren't doing much for your bank account at the end of the day. Because I see. and I'll tell you why, is because they don't capture the cost of delivering a product to the customer, the cost to acquire a customer. Mm-hmm. And so they steer you to easy-to-win campaigns and you can hide losses and generate it generates suboptimal spend in your account.
1: I see. I and based on your experience, because this is actually very interesting for me because you know we are also an agency. What is usually then some of the metrics that actually could give you the 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 full picture, and to avoid to stay into that bubble in in some sense, you know, in terms of only looking at Amazon.
2: Yeah. You need to replace every metric at your company with a profit-driven metric. You need to prioritize profit over revenue. And so an example would be instead of return on ad spend, Mm -hmm. it's profit on ad spend. Okay. That's just like that's one example, right? And so if you use POAS instead of ROAS. And because at Prophecy, we, we, I mean, the name, right, is Prophecy, we're predicting a price to make you more money. But prof, which is making you more profit at the end of the day, it's a play on words if you, if you caught that. Yeah, yeah. And we only care about profit. Our North Star is making you more money in your pocket. Okay. And there's very few other agencies that care about that. And I think if, if there was more agencies that actually enable brands to make more money, in their pocket, not on these revenue embedded metrics, they would have far healthier businesses and less churn.
1: Yes, totally. Yeah, totally on board with you. I think, um, I mean, we see all the time, like sometimes if you only take your decisions based on, first it was the A, then we went to Ross, then we went to TACO. Sometimes we just keep changing the metric just to put the pretty face on from, but the reality is sometimes, yeah, the profitability is not there. I'm totally on board with you. And, and that's why actually, yeah. I feel it's, it's, it's very important to actually have a look at also the p on, on, let's say on a weekly basis, monthly basis that only the actual numbers that you see on Amazon, because yeah, they don't give you the full pictures 100%. Yeah.
2: Totally. Yeah, and I think, it's, I think it's connecting those dots, right? I think it's building out a system with your agency or whoever you're using. Like for Prophecy specifically, we centralize all of our pricing information in one place. We show them the impact on PPC and mm-hmm. how it's connected to PPC. And I'm, I'm happy to go into more detail on PPC and, yeah. and, and, and that, but we also have uh, a cadence where we're scheduling pricing reviews and showing them profit reviews based on pricing changes that we've made. And then we're helping them connect that discipline across other parts of their company, across okay. marketing, across PPC, across finance, essentially keeping every, everyone aligned uh, uh, around the intention to maximize profit. And keeping pricing front and center of that because pricing has a 100% impact on your revenue, right? It's, if you think about the trickle-down effect, it's price times your unit velocity gives you your revenue.
1: Yeah, of course. And and just to give some uh, some actionable steps in terms of, let's say, sellers find uh, the ideal price uh, using privacy and, and then understand what are the the best way of pricing the product on the Amazon platform. How will you then, an Amazon seller, get that information maybe... Uh, take specific actions, let's say on the PPC, because that's also an interesting set of, of the equation. So will you say, based on what you get in your performance with pricing, will you then do certain changes to your PPC to to reach yeah. certain... So, I mean? yeah.
2: yeah. So we have two products right now at okay. Propsy. We have our, our hero, which is our, our pricing platform. Okay. And what we realized after working with a lot of brands was, well, okay, we'll show you more profit. We'll show you 10% profit lift. But imagine mm-hmm. a world where we increase pricing mm-hmm. for a hero stew. Let's just say over time it goes up 10%, let's just say. Okay. But you're using uh, software and you just essentially are saying, hey, I want to peg my A cost to be a certain level. Mm-hmm. So a few things could happen. One, the first thing that could happen is we increase price and or maybe you you even either peg a cost or lower your bids and now you're 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 essentially lowering your bids and now demand decreases. Yeah. The other side of harmonizing price and spend is that you take pricing and pr- and let's just use an example, right? Let's just use a real live example here. Uh, yeah. So let's say you take a price a product and it's $25. Okay. $25 retail price. And you increase that price by twenty percent, so now it's thirty bucks. Okay. okay. And then you take A costs, and that A costs is twenty percent, and you increase mm-hmm. it twenty, you increase it twenty percent again. So now we've increased mm-hmm. price, we've increased A costs. Now this is all counterintuitive, and this yeah. is breaking this is breaking the notions of what people believe in. And but Amazon, if you actually yeah. in a, yeah. in the Amazon world, yeah, <laughs> increase price, increase A costs, you can actually double your contribution profit. So your Mm -hmm. ad spend goes up, sure, but your profit goes up 100%. Mm. Your ROAS decreases. So at $25 with a 20% ACoS, we know the inverse of ACoS is your ROAS. It's 5X. Mm -hmm. Your ACoS increases to 24%. Your ROAS declines. It goes to 4.2X. And that makes the manager look bad. But if you look at profit on ad spend.
1: You're making more money. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you're making a whole lot more money. You're being more efficient with every dollar that you spend.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so my, my actionable stuff for, sell, for brands, right, is like, hey, replace your revenue embedded metrics with profit tracking metrics, period. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tie everything back to profit to enable far more accurate bids that you're making in PPC. And also don't don't just leave your pricing hanging, right? Your pricing is not, you look at Uber surge pricing, you look at Expedia with air, with with um, airplanes. When you booked an, a flight, yeah. the price changes over time, right? Based on demand, based on seasonality, based on a whole lot of signals, we do the same thing, but we do it for Amazon brands. And it's important to actually tie it all together and to think about, think out of the box, because if you're doing what everyone else is doing in the Amazon world, you're not going to win.
1: I know. And I love that you bring this to the table, you know, because even sometimes when I'm having meetings with clients because they are all listening to the same content, the same gurus and everything, and they say, Oh, my my ta- uh, my echoes went up, my ROAS went down, everything. But when we see the PL, they're making more money. But in the in before the actual meeting, they were complaining just for the sake of Based on the same metrics, that everybody's thinking about the, the freaking acres that and <laughs> that everybody thinks about, you know. So it's good that you bring this whatever because I agree with, with you. Yeah,
2: it takes it so, takes a little bit of a mind shift, right? It's yeah, it's it's I setting know. your mind, which I know creates your mindset. I
1: know, I know. And now another thing that I also want to briefly touch because I bet you have some clever insights about this as well is the ranking, right? Because we know that when we play with pricing, there's some activity always going on, on the rankings, organic ranking, right? So what are some of the insights you can share and what I mean by this? Usually I have seen that when you increase pricing, sometimes you can go down and, and things like that. So what is your take on this? Have you seen a huge fluctuation?
2: Not at all, actually. In fact, uh, most of the fear is, and that's in general, right? Fears in life are never really rooted in reality. Okay. And the beautiful thing is, like, since we've been building, you know, I raised two and a half million to build an algorithm in 2021 of December, and we've been building ever since. And when you have data and you have empirical data to back up what you're what you're building, you can just show people, hey, your rank. We increased your pricing by 10% on average. Your average selling prices increased across your portfolio that we're managing 10%, and your rank actually went down, meaning it improved. And so the model is constantly consuming your ranking position. And if it actually starts noticing perhaps that ranking is going the wrong way, the model starts reversing its decision process. I see. So everything that we built at Prophecy has been designed around an Amazon brand. So for example, listing suppression, sometimes you can get a listing suppressed, our software immediately detects it and essentially resets back down to the original price. Boom no problem every product that you're managing has its own demand curve we essentially have built an algorithm every asin has its is its own unique snowflake it has its own algorithm kind of like chatgpt has a thread and the more you build onto it yeah it improves the same thing but we're doing that for an asin
1: awesome and and say that based on on the fact that you know the more data you have will you say um what what is the minimum maybe you could expect to be using a tool such as a proface to Prophecy, sorry to actually start getting the the the, the most out of it yeah
2: so so firstly uh, I think our pricing starts at five nine nine a month and when we present our results again everything is done I'm a seller at heart I'm a brand at heart and so we're not your we're not we're not here to take a percentage of your profit we're not here to take a percentage of your yeah. revenue we're not here to take even a percentage of your spent. Yeah. We're here to make you more money, and our mm-hmm. pricing is a flat-based pricing. And so when we present results, we actually have a line item in our results saying, hey, here's your ROI on the software.
1: Love it. Very good.
2: Awesome. <clears throat> so so it's a, it's, it's a really unique model in that way. Uh, and nobody in our space is doing it. I mean, I think there's a lot of people in the Amazon world that say, softwares that say that they have AI, <laughs> and that's either that they built into ChatGPT, Right. Where they're just embedding into their API and creating a prompt and what you put in is what you get out. In this instance, right, we've created our own models. And these models and these algorithms in those with those models and our and our and our AI, our true AI, is capable of self improvement. Yeah. And so it actually observes, it experiments like split testing and learns and teaches itself independently of us doing anything.
1: Awesome, good. Now, uh, so we can start concluding today's episode. I think my final question, because I mean, I see <clears throat> so many implementations that you can do with this, and I'm sure you're just getting started with this. And I'm uh, a question for you: What is the future plans for prophecy? I'm sure you have some exciting things that maybe you can share. Maybe you can share. But what, what is your goal with uh, with uh, with, your, with this company? Like, what are you looking to aim uh, to achieve? Yeah. Well, I think
2: right now we're doing something groundbreaking, right? <clears throat> Most is just help you become more efficient. Yeah. If you look at even my previous company, it's Dubana, it's an efficiency software. It essentially manages inventory and we juggle inventory. When you sell on Amazon, we update Target. We update Sephora. Mm-hmm. We help you print a shipping label. These are, it was a unified platform that helps you be more efficient. With Prophecy, one, we're helping you become more effective. We're actually mm-hmm. taking decisions to bring your profit levels to places they've never seen before so we have to deliver results to you or we're not going to be in business and our job is to deliver those results so mm-hmm. that's like groundbreaking in itself two is we're using real ai we actually have poured a lot of money into this product to build actual algorithms that work to deliver you this and to learn over time um so and pr- and just private label pricing in general right competing on the serp versus competing for a buy box is very very different and yeah. so those are three groundbreaking things now in terms of the future uh, right now, we just—I just saw a show and tell this morning, and <laughs> we, uh, our development team presents things that they're working on. And so, we're right now—we just built a new competitor algorithm that scrapes competitors mm-hmm. and brings in their prices. We were doing it a different way; we were doing reverse ASIN lookups, and we saw that there was some some things that weren't actually uh, working that well in that process. And so, we built a new competitor algorithm. And then we started building ranking and actual ranking positions into the algorithm as well, which is now embedded. And so we're just making our product that much better to deliver better results and then moving international over time.
1: Wow. Love it. Yeah, that's very good. Actually, just to clarify, now that you mentioned international, so we can clarify for which marketplaces actually you can start using uh, prophecy at the moment. Yeah,
2: right now we're Amazon US. Although okay. if you request access, you know you'll get in the waiting line for when we launch internationally. We'll probably launch Canada, UK, and Germany as Love the next it. three. Good. Uh, and so international is is a big focus. Now imagine a world where. Let's just say your currency is the United States. This is like mm-hmm. a future state, right? We're talking about like, <laughs> yeah. imagine you're selling a product. It's in the U.S. and it's in, uh, let's just say it's in the U.K. So it's, yeah. it's, it's in pounds. Well, maybe there's an opportunity to arbitrage the pricing and the currency as well across mm-hmm. those two marketplaces. Uh, and so those are things that we're thinking about as we progress into the future. Yeah,
1: the potential is massive because I have clients that uh, they sell on so many different currencies and marketplaces and having a solution like that would be game changer. I mean, because just the currency itself, the fluctuations sometimes can kill or make your margin. So yeah, it's good that you have maybe that on the pipeline. So maybe looking forward to <laughs> Cool. Hey, awesome, Chad. So it's even a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much for your time. I think what I want to use this last minute or so is to get some info about how people can reach out to you, uh, how they can get started with Prophecy, and if you have something going on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mentioned, hopefully in the show notes, we'll be able to drop this pricing spreadsheet that I built. I think that'll be helpful to people. Yeah. Uh, You can feel free to email me. My personal email is chat at prophecy.com. That's P-R-O-F-A-S-E-E.com. Feel free to email me. I've been in the community for a long time. I'm here to help, support, and shed insights. You can find me posting... Uh, a lot of interesting insights on LinkedIn and Twitter. I believe it's just my name, Chad Rubin. You can find me pretty easily there. And yeah, looking forward if, if we can help you make more money at Prophecy, just sign up, request access, and we'll make it happen.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Chad. So looking forward to having the future to discuss all these new things that are coming. Yeah. Thank you awesome. for your time. Thanks
0: for having me, man. I appreciate See it. Yeah. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to The E Commerce Lab by Ecomsie.